Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But, but old guys are hot. Uh, that's what some people say. When I was 21, I asked out this guy, and he was 38, and yeah. I did not know he was 38 when I asked him out, but he took me out, and then like three dates later, he dumped me because I was too young for him, and I was like, we fucking want old guys. Let us date you. <laughs> Why did he dump you? He just thought I was too young for him. Right. I gave him a blowjob and it scared him. I don't know. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing great. As you know, I've been going on tour all summer long, and the tour continues into the fall. September 10th, Sunday at 3.30, I will be at the Chicago Improv. Go get your tickets at jasonnashtour.com or go to the Improv Chicago website. Chicago, I cannot wait to see you. Uh, I do about an hour of stand-up and then I do a 20-minute Q&A. Come out, come meet me. Also, Albany, October 7th. Hartford, October 8th. Nashville, I'll be at Zany's, October 21st. Louisville, Kentucky, October 22nd. Dayton, Ohio, November 4th. Liberty Township, Ohio, November 5th. And then Irvine, California, November 12th. I'll be back here, which is really cool. Irvine's only uh, 45 minutes away from here. So that's a fun show to play. Go down there, knock it out, meet you guys. Can't wait to meet you guys here in California. San Jose, November 19th, December 10th in Oxnard, California. December 17th, rounding out the year in Ontario, California. Come see me. Come see me live. JasonNashTour.com. Enjoy today's podcast. Love you guys. <laughs> guys, we're here with Len of the Plug. This is incredible. Thank you so much. Welcome to the All Good Things Podcast. Um, super excited. We had your husband on last week. He was incredible. He's super forthcoming. He was so taken aback about how nice you are. Oh, and I was trying to tell him like most people are really nice. You've just sort of surrounded yourself with people who are very like hard and rough. And he's like, no, 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 no. Jason is like the one percent, like extra, extra, just the nicest guy. That's really nice. So. I mean, like, I because I I did see everything you guys went through, and my reaction was like. Oh my God, I hope they're okay. Oh yeah, we're good. You know? Um, and uh, and he seems like he is okay. And Little tears, but... So, no, but that's no, okay. No, just, we, no, we no crying. Have, there's no crying. I'm just kidding. No, there's no crying, <laughs> but like, you know, all that stuff, it like, it, it, it gets to you. I know, I see stuff about me online. Like, that's what I'm going through right now is like, I'm watching... What's happening? Tell me. It's nothing with me personally. Like, I'm, okay. I was watching like the Logan, like Dylan Dana stuff. Mm, yes. And I'm just like... And maybe I'm like too old. It's but, fucked up, right? But it's getting to me. Yeah. And I'm not involved in it. Oh yeah. I feel I feel that too. I just feel like go after Logan. Like he's the one you're fighting. Oh, you defended Dylan Dennis, right? Are you defended no. no, sorry, you defended Logan the other night, right? Yeah, Something I like just that? like I mean she's I a, agree with you. She's and, a thirty one year old woman. Well, she's not gonna have a sexual history or a dating history. And yeah. like I think it's cool that she dated Leonardo DiCaprio as someone who was yeah. like first crush in life was Leo. Like I'm like, oh that's pretty cool. I'd like to date Leonardo DiCaprio. Right? Yeah. I would love um, I mean, I think it's cool. And and that's the other thing that I think is is um is super messed up too, and this relates to your situation. Um when the double standard yeah, of sure. it all. So Adam can sleep with as many people as he wants, but if you do it, I yeah. mean, that's, that's crazy. My value has dropped and his value has only increased. But that's it's, just not yeah. true. It's not, that's I mean, just it not shouldn't true. That's be an true. Internet, that's, a, that's an easy poke on the internet that someone can go, oh, here, let me, let me be an asshole. Let but me I be think, a troll. I think if you took like 10 random guys off the street and asked them, they'd probably agree with the internet. I mean, to Maybe depending not, on not, like not, how, sm not smart guys. You don't think so? Not guys that have like heads on their shoulders. Not guys that are, not guys that have lived. I mean, that's the one thing about me. Like I'm 50 and like, I look at all this stuff and, and yeah, I was like once there too. I once had immature opinions yeah. and stuff like that. Like, oh yo, that's your girl. Stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then like, that's the nice thing about getting older is like, it all like falls into place. You're like, oh. So when, you, I mean, obviously you're engaged now, but was yeah. there ever a conversation with you and your fiance of like, how many people have you slept with? Was this ever a conversation? No, no right? It doesn't fucking matter. I don't wanna know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. And in fact, and even if she, even if she gave me a number and lied, I, I would want her to. You want her to lie about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, and I don't know a number, but I would want her to lie. If she wanted to say, oh, I only slept with three people, I'd be like, oh, great. What if she refused to answer the question? 
I, I think if for a guy to sit there and grill a girl over mm-hmm. how many women she slept with, that's just that's just a no go. Don't be yeah. with that person. Yeah, I, I never agree. do that. It would put me off for because sure. Who knows what people do? That's the other thing I don't like about the internet is that everything is like, you know, the, your the opinion of you is made on like one thing. Mm-hmm. So some girl in her twenties, she sleeps with a lot of guys. Okay. Yeah. No, it's that's like, not who she is when she's thirty five. And and like when people know that about you, you're not allowed to be like anything else. You're just the, that's your one dimension is that yeah. you've you've had sex and you're sexually experienced. I sort of mute myself online because if I say anything about anything, even if it's something unserious, it's an opinion about music or something. Yeah. I feel like it's like oh shut up whore. Like you know no matter no matter what it's like that, <laughs> which I don't take seriously because I'm also older and mature and I'm like whatever. But that's how it is. Right. Yeah. What's a, what's something that you've gotten recently that got in your skin? I mean, it's not like I took I I took it seriously, but yesterday I was on a live podcast, the Whatever Pod, and so I could see the comments coming in in real time, and I was like, "Damn, I look really good on camera right now," <laughs> and. I think it was one person commenting over and over about how I like need to stop eating and how I look <laughs> obese and like I don't agree with them, but I was kind of thinking like, wait, am I sitting weird? Like, is this a bad angle for me? And they got in my head a little bit, and I was like, okay, don't look and fucking look at the live chat. This is bad. Oh my god, that's brutal. But you know what? But I get it too. I've been going on TikTok Live with Jonah uh-huh. to promote my comedy shows, and uh, and so the first day, the comments are just like. There's a couple that you're like, oh my God, that is so mean. But by the third and fourth day, we've heard them all. Yeah. And then we're like, uh, doesn't affect you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because once you hear it. They're doing their job of hurting our feelings and we're like, it's getting tougher and tougher. Yeah, where did you grow up? In Glendale. So like right down You're Armenian, right? Yes. So Yeah, you have like a big Armenian culture behind you or no? Um, I mean, I've never been to Armenia. I speak Armenian. Yeah. I eat Armenian food. I know some of the traditions. Yeah. Um, I'm, I feel like Jonah is more Armenian than me, yeah, even though I'm, we're calling him Jonah. <laughs> I've been I've been hanging with the Antonians for the last five yes, years. Yes. So we've gotten like a good window into, you know, especially like you roll into like the Glendale Starbucks and, oh. you know, uh, people maybe recognize me from the videos or whatever. They want to be friends and it's great. But it, it, it's a whole. It's Have you like, learned some Armenian? Uh, no, I don't. I can't remember any, but, okay. um, but, I, but I've had like. I you know, think, all the pastries, all yeah, the desserts. The food, so, the blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think that when Jonah was in the vlogs a lot, that's kind of how I really got into it. Because I was like, that's so oh, cool. my Armenian culture is in these videos. <laughs> I must pay attention. Um, I always yeah. love that they were in the videos because, it, you know, the Kardashians were the other famous oh, yeah. Armenians. And then they were like the real Both Armenians. sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, um, the, the, the Glendale Kardashians, yeah. we would call them. Um, we're, we're such a small community of people. And so when we see like little bits of ourselves online in any way, we're like, hell yeah. 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 You know, we, 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 go hard for it. Of so, course. so seeing ourselves in the, in the vlog squad was Our, our cool. Armenian is in your, in Armenian culture. Um, I get the sense that it's like tougher to be like a daughter. Like it's tough to like bring a boy around or. Oh yeah. Is that true? Oh yeah. I mean, my dad was not as strict as the average Armenian dad, I would say. Um, but yeah, it's like, I feel like dating an Armenian guy stereotypically or like having an Armenian brother, it's like you have a, a curfew and like everyone's checking to see what you're wearing before you leave the house and a lot of micromanaging of the daughters. Yeah, and so for did sure. You, did you go to Glendale High School? I did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I went and to Glendale like a- High and I feel like I always was in this weird limbo because I was never like Armenian enough for the Armenian people that I went to school with, but then I wasn't anything else. Uh-huh. And like, you know, the Armenian, I mean, not the Armenian, just like high school is like very segregated in a way. It's like all the Asian people are sitting together and all the Armenian people are sitting together. And then the Armenian people are divided up by like Armenian people who were like born in Armenia and then Armenian people who came here from Iran. It's like, yeah. it's so weird. I mean, I don't know if it's still like that because this is like more than 10 years ago. Just tons of cliques and yeah. different. Yeah. So I was like hanging out with the kids in student government and then kind of just bounce around. Were, were you in student government? Yeah, I was in student government all you four years. anything? I was secretary my senior year. I was like most spirited. How I, much money was in the, uh, the, the account? <laughs> And did you steal any of it? No, I actually don't know if they ever gave me access to any accounting. I don't know. What was my job as secretary? I think I like mostly took roll call, but yeah, I, I felt important being elected something. And, and so when you think back to your, I don't know, senior year in high school, and then you look at yourself now, like, did you have any inkling that you'd be, um, 
Lena the plug. Absolutely not. I mean, what did you want to be in high school? I I just I didn't have like anyone guiding me into what happens after high school. I think the only message that was sent my way was like school and I was good at school. So go to college because no one in my family had gone to college. So I was like, okay, I just have to get in. So I got into UC Santa Cruz, went up there and I picked psychology. I like had no idea what I wanted to do and I really enjoyed it. But I mean, I would have never guessed that I'm doing what I'm doing now, except for that I've always been open sexually. Like I was... Uh down to kiss girls and even high school. I had a girlfriend in college, um, you know, experimented sexually was maybe a little promiscuous, but yeah, I was always just down. But I like also like, I didn't shave my legs. I didn't wear makeup. Oh. Like I did like the super hippie dippy, like oh. all natural thing. And then to see myself, you know, getting my hair and makeup done by professionals and then walk into a set where I'm like, my job is to look hot and have sex. Never would have thought that. Right. I, yeah. You know, it's just so opposite of my college experience and and was that um was that like when you got to that decision we were like okay i'm gonna like put this on film was that tough were you worried were you concerned well i feel like everyone starts with sort of baby steps i have heard girls say like oh i just decided i was gonna shoot porn and my first scene was a gangbang but that is not how it usually goes usually it's like oh i'm gonna take a couple of photos online uh, and then like oh well this might be cool too. Let me try this. But in the beginning I was just taking photos and bikinis and then like got followers on Instagram because it was kind of easy to grow on Instagram back then. Yeah. Um, and then someone was like, Oh, do you want to have a private Snapchat? Which seems so outdated now, but you would basically just charge someone to be your friend uh-huh. on Snapchat. And then you would post something sexy to your story and they could access it. Um, so that's how I got started. So this was like pre only fans. Uh-huh. And how was the money on private Snapchat? Um, my first month I made like $32,000 and I had like 50,000 followers on Instagram back then. So it was really good. And this is like, you know, I've graduated, I had a degree, I was making like 10 bucks an hour doing a regular job and I was like 15 grand in debt. So I was like, this is kind of cool, but I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Like I felt like I had somehow hacked life for a second and that someone was going to take it away from me tomorrow because this shouldn't be allowed to be this good. Especially back then I was taking photos of my boobs, which uh-huh. they weren't even this nice yet. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but every year has gone a little bigger, a little more successful, a little better. And, you know, I met Adam right before I actually launched my private Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And so he's always been the person in all of my content just because he was the person I was having sex with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I turned him into a porn star, even though usually it's like the boyfriend turning the yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah, into yeah. the porn star. Right. Um, and then obviously last month a scene that i did with someone else came out but that was that's like you know it's seven years later right right i can't it's, believe i've been doing this for seven years it feels it's weird. a long way to yeah. go to get to jason love yeah it's like a long yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone is named jason by the way everyone is this named is the jason. second podcast i've gone on where i know the, Who's the host is named jason jason lee jason lee yes he does know. a hollywood unlocked but just like how, i was like bye adam i'm gonna go see jason and he looked at me funny and i was like jason nash <laughs> so how many podcasts do you have now Oh, I just have the one with Adam, the what's, plug talk. What's whatever? Is that yours? Oh, no, no, no. I went on someone oh, else's podcast. Oh, you were just a guest. Yeah, I was a guest. Oh, um, it's this guy, Brian Atlas's podcast. He basically put us, me, Adam, and then another OnlyFans girl with these uh, religious conservative people who were trying to convince us that we need to follow Jesus and <laughs> repent, um, which, I mean, they were super nice. I was almost convinced based on how kind they were, but yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> just- like, Adam, we got to make some changes. These people are right. <laughs> oh yeah. They're like, Adam needs to be saved. He is Satan. So they wanted you to drop what you're doing and and do what? I think they were just trying to convince me that like my relationship with Adam would be so much better if we only had sex with each other because sex is so sacred to them. And do you to, think, what do you think of that? I I just don't think I, I came from a scene. I just like, it doesn't even phase <laughs> me. I'm like, well, we had, we had sex with this beautiful girl. Like she walked in and I was like, holy shit, she looks even better than she did online. Like yeah. I get to have sex with her. I get to watch Adam enjoy having sex with her. And he really liked it. I could tell this time I was like, oh, she's extra special. And I just, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It brings us closer. Like we're going to go home tonight and we're going to think about how we had sex with this really hot girl today. Uh-huh. And the fact that we could have that conversation and it's not like this weird, jealous thing, I think is cool. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I feel like mentally I could get there. Um, but I, I, I would be afraid. I'm afraid to. 
I think is really what it is. Like if, 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 if my fiance wanted to have like somebody else in the bedroom, like. Would you be open to a girl? I, I would. It doesn't make me jealous, but what scares me is, is the back end of it. So it's like, you, you say it's fine now. Yeah. You know, but then two weeks from now, it's not. That's my fear. I mean, Adam and I had bumps in the beginning. Yeah. But it was more like we're dating and I don't know our true status. I don't know if you really like me. And so when I bring another girl into the bedroom, like she really is my competition in a way because you could start seeing her instead because we just started seeing each other. Like we don't have this super established thing yet. Um but as time went on and I knew that we were like really committed to each other, I had a lot less jealousy uh-huh. in the relationship. You, 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 know? you felt secure. Yeah, exactly. I right. feel totally secure. Um, and I think that's why Adam was able to let the Jason love thing happen. Cause he's, he, he knows I'm his. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I did I, you watch the scene? I haven't seen it. Yet. Okay. Good. <laughs> Cause I'd feel really <laughs> awkward if you did. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I don't, I, I mean, mean, I don't watch anybody's like, uh, I have, I have friends that are on OnlyFans. I, I don't. You're not sub to Corinna? No. You don't know what she's doing no, on I'm there? I'm sub to Joe Volpus. Wait, who's that? Oh, wait. <laughs> Isn't that Joe's a guy? Our, Joe's our friend who, he's a guy. He started on OnlyFans and I, I went on and I, you know, I wanted to support him. So I bought $35 worth of pictures <laughs> one night. And Did I you felt, look through all of them? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I looked okay. at them. I showed my fiance. They're pretty, they're very tame. Okay. And and I felt really good about it. And then uh, and then the next day I got a DM about feet pics, and I I closed the laptop. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was out, too much I'm for out. you. I'm Adam out. is only subscribed to one OnlyFans, and it's a male. It's it, but it's like a male porn. Star. I mean, I I think uh, you, oh, you're subscribed to a male porn star. He yeah. is. Adam is not me. Oh, uh, I'm not. <laughs> why, why would he be sub- be subscribed just to one dude? That doesn't seem this like him. This guy has a penis <laughs> the length of an arm. It's literally this big. I'm not kidding. Oh, I will give you his name so you can look at it. So say his name. Give him a plug. If you're dread, 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 who, uh, propositioned me to have a threesome with him on Aiden's stream, and I was like not expecting him to be there. But I would be so intimidated to have sex. How, with him. how big is he? Like I'm not kidding. Your arm, like from here down. All right, so that's got to be. For, it is the for craziest thing you've ever seen. With the hand or just the arm. I would say just your arm. So from like the okay, so thirteen. It's thirteen inches. It does it. Is that? Um, I've always been curious. I guess I can ask you. Is it? Uh, is it enjoyable? Yeah, it's like a thirteen. Have you have you never probably never been with somebody that big, right? No. What's um, the biggest? From the, the biggest penis I've ever been with. Yeah, is it? I guess what, I've, what I'm trying to get is I've heard that like a big penis is not necessarily pleasurable. Yeah, I have heard from the girls that we've interviewed that yeah. there is a such thing as too big, for sure. And, you know, if a girl's going to go work with a certain guy, she's like, oh, I have to take a few days off before and after because I have to be, like, ready because you'll get sore, yeah. When you say ready, how do you get ready for that? Just by, like, not putting anything in your vagina for a while to just not, right. you know, because you get raw, especially if you're not, like, constantly lubricated, which, I mean, people use porn, lube and porn and stuff, but, yeah, there's definitely a such thing as too big. Is it tough for people to be lubricated in porn because they're not necessarily, might not be into the person, but they have to do the scene? I'm sure there's that's a part of it. Yeah. Um, personally for me and I feel like for a lot of girls there needs to be like some level of foreplay yeah. and maybe if the scene doesn't have a lot of that then it'd be hard but then for also for some people they just like they're on certain antidepressants or whatever so it's like certain things make it hard to be lubricated so it's when you dated a girl in college how, what how's that different than dating a guy it's so different because it's like for me I had a best friend and then we made out one night and that was fun and then all of a sudden we're like well we're still best friends but now we're also fucking but I don't know. I, I feel like we were really open to exploring. Like I used to strap on in college, which I feel like is kind of weird because yeah. most people that I know, sure. their first experience with the strap on was just on set. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in a lot of ways it primed me for this job, even though, even if I didn't think about it that way yeah. back then. Um, but it is true. Like all your experiences, yeah. they do they prepare do lead, you prepare way. you for, for everything. Yeah. Right? Did you ever hear the story about like uh, Kurt Cobain? Like he, uh, he went to high school. He's a total loser in high school. And then the next year, the only job he could get was being the janitor at that high school. Mm. So he was even more ridiculed that entire year. Yeah. Just like, and so like, just like this perfect storm of somebody who was like completely shit on. And, and then he, you know, he like put that into his music. Yeah. 
using yeah. it as I fuel. love stories like that. Yeah, Those no, are my that, favorite. I didn't know that actually. Yeah. And so, and have you ever been in an orgy? Well, so we just started doing these live orgies for plug talk. Oh my God, I got so it. we did one like two weeks ago. Where, and where, Adam, wait, where is this on OnlyFans TV? So we are, we're actually doing another like it's one NBC, tomorrow. It's on Peacock. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're doing a, another one tomorrow, but we're basically doing like a double live stream. So we live on YouTube in one room. And then in the next room, we're live on OnlyFans. Got and it. we're watching the sex of the people in the next room in real time on the YouTube live. So and if I tune into YouTube, all I can see is you and Adam watching. Me, uh, me, Adam, and like a panel of porn stars. Okay. And then one by one, people are just going into the room and coming back. And so Adam and I went into the room and there was a bunch of other people in the room too, but like I was only having sex with Adam, but Got I it. was like in the presence of a bunch of other dicks. And I was like not used to that. Cause yeah. usually if I have like a group sex scenario, it's like maybe three or four girls with Adam. But I'm like, oh, penis, penis, <laughs> penis, like get away from me. Um, and uh, yeah, we both kind of looking at each other like this is new because it's kind of hard to find new territory sometimes yeah. in your relationship when you've been together that long. We were like, oh, wow, this is different. It was a big, hot, sweaty, sexy room. How many people were there having sex? Um, we were trying to pace ourselves and have just like a few people going at a time so that we wouldn't lose the entire YouTube panel. But I, at one point, there was like one person left on the YouTube side and maybe like nine on the other side. It's just me on the other side. <laughs> oh, this is great, you guys. And so we were, Keep going. We're going like back multiple times. And I'm like, how does that work? Like you just came. Come again. Okay. I don't know. I think yeah. there's an opportunity there for the word double and double. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Double, maybe. like double penetration, double live stream or. Oh yeah. See, <laughs> if only you could write that on Instagram and you wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> Man, you guys must be making a lot of money. It's doing good. Yeah. It's doing good. Yeah. Everything's doing pretty good. Yeah. Porn's a good business to be in. If you have a decent platform to advertise yeah. yourself on. Yeah. For How sure. How long do you think you'll do it for? I don't know. I was talking about this with Adam last night. It's like, Cause you know, you're, you're, um, I, I remember it used to be people that did porn, they'd be done by the time they were like 24. Oh, right. That's crazy. Isn't that true? Like that's so fucked up. Right? I mean, it is. It is. It's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I'm 32 and if I was in mainstream porn, I probably would, would have become a MILF like years ago. But, right. um, I think in this new porn industry, like, especially if you've like created a name for yourself and you have platforms like Instagram and stuff where you can advertise yourself. I mean, one of the biggest porn stars I know, Angela White, she's she's in her 30s. I don't know where in her 30s, but she is like one of the biggest porn stars and she's amazing at what she does. So she deserves uh-huh. all of the attention. And I, I feel like she'll be doing this forever. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just don't see it running out for her. For me, I don't know... It's like you want to leave on a high note, but I'm not ready to leave yet. <laughs> what and would a high note be? Then? I don't know. I just don't want to be like, please buy my OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, I want to be like... You want to go out on top. Yeah, kind of thing. But I, I don't really want to like also even say what I want to do because I didn't think I'd be doing this for seven years. Yeah. But it's... Why, why would I stop if but I'm enjoying it? And It sounds like you enjoy it and you really yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the perfect thing for you. I wouldn't say that I'm like the typical person to do this because some girls I meet, they're so sexual. It's oozing off of them. And I'm like, you were built for this. This is exactly what you should be doing. And I feel like some weeks I do get sexed out where I'm like, please don't touch me. Like I I am just good. But when, since I'm allowed to make my own schedule and I can pace myself in the way I want, it's like I get to come back to set and it's fresh and it's new and it's exciting and I get to be into it, you know? Yeah, because Adam was saying he shoots every day. Sometimes we're shooting like almost every day and then we're so busy that we won't see each other between set and it's like, cool, we didn't talk and then we're fucking again, you know, it's, you know, then that, that kind of, that's kind of weird. (laughs) I heard that, I I heard that he told me he could, he could nut seven times in a day. Did he really say that to you? (laughs) Is Is that what he said first? He's trolling you guys. I mean, I believe he could nut like three or four times in a day, maybe five. Seven is a little high. I feel like he'd be just half human by that point. I mean, I gotta, I, I, I can go maybe once and then maybe take the next two days off. <laughs> How did you get the name Len of the Plug? Oh, I wish I could tell you it was something really fun and sexy. Did you deliver drugs? No, oh. no, no, no. I lost a butt plug in my ass once. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It has nothing to do with butt plugs. Oh, no, I did once you wonder, saying that. but I really did wonder once where my butt plug went and I was looking for it everywhere. I was on li- a live cam show. And then I found out it was just 
way up there. That's crazy. That's like having your sunglasses on your head. Yes, you exactly. I was them. like, oh no, it's just in my ass. Ha ha ha, here we go. Um, my, I, at my regular job before I started doing porn, my old boss called me the plug because I was just like a very good employee. Oh. And honestly, it's, couldn't even, couldn't be more boring. But yeah, that's yeah. where I got it from. Uh, and you just, you just kept it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good name. My last name is so long and complicated, so I had to switch my Instagram to something wait, else. Wait, what is your last name? Nurse Essien. It's just like a long Armenian name. Oh, I crazy. wish I changed my name before I started doing porn, but I didn't really realize I was getting into porn when I was getting into porn. I was like, I'm just selling photos on Snapchat. Right. And I was like, oh shit, now now this is porn. This is what porn looks like. <laughs> what's the what's the, like the wildest thing you've seen on a uh, porn set? Anything crazy mm. happen? You see, all the porn sets I've been on are mine and it's you know i'm working with people all the time who have been on really crazy porn sets yeah. gang bangs and i don't know f- foot uh foot porn or whatever like all different kinds of themes that they're doing so i always like hear these stories and i feel like i'm so vanilla when comparing myself to I these see. things you so know you've, you've carved out like a really nice little niche for yourself yeah it's where it's your your thing and you know who's coming and you kind of already know the people a little bit yeah, um, you know you're not dealing with any crazy people. Probably you're weeding out people. Hopefully, you don't want to work. Hopefully, with. yeah. But I mean, I always just hear things that throw me off guard. Like uh, we were gonna do a plug talk where we is our podcast where we interview people and then we have sex with them at the end. And uh, Alexis Fox, who's like a milf performer, she texted my assistant who runs plug talk and she's like so do you guys want like a regular soak or like a crazy super soak for the squirt and we've never gotten a message like this before because you know that'll determine how many pedialytes she'll have to drink and i'm like well i'm intimidated of this (laughs) what an awesome thing to ask you know and it shoots super far and it like hits the camera what is that is that um that's, I think it's urine it's urine right i think it's urine i feel like people probably this is a controversial topic i don't know i I don't feel like one in, in the times where it's happened to me, I don't naturally like know how to do it to myself very easily. But there are times when, you know, I'm being penetrated at a certain angle. And then when the dick comes out, I feel like, oh, there's like a little fluid that just came out. I feel like it's just pee, but that's just me. What's the secret to really good sex? If there's like a couple out there, well, for me and my, my fiance, mm-hmm. what's the secret? What do you, what, what, like if somebody's struggling with, we're not, by the way, you guys are spicy. Fine. It's one, I can go once a day. That's it. But. You know, I don't watch porn anymore. Oh, did you have a problem? Um, no, because I, I, I only have so many in the chamber. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to waste it. You don't want to waste it. I'm not going to waste it. I don't think she, yeah. would, she wouldn't care if I watched porn. It's just more like when she comes home and she wants to have sex with you and you're like, oh, wait, I'm empty. Yeah, I got to be ready. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, okay. I, I can't. I, I, That's she, a good reason. She can't go to the store and there's no milk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. That was a terrible <laughs> analogy. She can't go to the store and there's no uh, cereal. Okay, so one of my favorite things to do is to use a vibrator while I'm giving Adam head. Ah. That's more exciting to me than sex sometimes. But don't vibrators desensitize you after a while? And then, and then, and then, like the you're used to the vibrator, and then then his hand doesn't work anymore. I try to ignore this fact because I've yeah. had a vibrator since I was like 15. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always tell myself that I'm gonna take like a tolerance break <laughs> and just. You know, I got to take the vibrators out of my bedside drawer maybe to make this actually happen. But what's a what's a killer vibrator to buy? Everyone likes the Hitachi. It's like a it looks like a big massage wand, but yep. it's just there's you know really high settings, but you could just do the 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 base level one and Do you have sex toy companies coming at you with brand deals and stuff? You must. Um yeah, I mean when you're in sex work, there's only like two comp- kinds of companies that will want to advertise with you. Well, maybe three. There's weed, there's uh, male enhancement products yep. and there's uh, toy companies. Adam and Eve. I've I have a fleshlight, so you, have you your can own, buy my vagina you have your or own my fleshlight? butthole. Yeah, I got it in twenty eighteen, and then I've done like yeah, Adam and Eve brand deals on YouTube. Did you get molded for that? I don't want to be, yes, I don't want to yes. be too personal. But. Oh, the, I did a vlog. It's on Pornhub. <laughs> you really? can literally watch me getting molded. <laughs> they make you lay on like a doctor's bed type thing, and you have your legs up and you're masturbating because they want all the fluid to get into every possible crevice in your labia and your clit so that it could be fully in its full shape you know and then they mold you and then you get on your knees and they do your butthole too and they do your butthole too because yeah. when you masturbate you're you're dilated like well the, the, all the blood is rushing there just uh, like how it does to your penis and your penis gets fully hard so then that they would mold your penis when it's fully hard and not like kind of hard and that must have felt like so weird it did. And how long does it last for? Was it take like an hour? 
It was like, yeah, an hour process, I would say. That's but fascinating. I had to fly to Texas to do it because that's where the Fleshlight Corporation is. And I was just so tired that I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, I'm not even horny. I'm just <laughs> making my body react to this right now. Did, but, yeah. I, did Adam try it? He said his penis was too big to fit in it. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. What do you What do you mean? So a great thing he, to say. He hasn't such really a cool re- thing to say. reviewed it yet because his dick is too big. It can't handle Holy shit. That's really, that's such a cool story. Damn, you have your own flashlight? Yeah. You've done so well for yourself. I've done pretty good. That's uh, incredible. What, 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 do you have anything, anything else like that? Like a flashlight or like a doll or? Have you ever have you ever seen one of those real dolls? Yeah. Those things weigh like. They're so they heavy. They weigh 150 pounds or they weigh whatever a girl weighs. They're very heavy. Sometimes, some of them feel really good. I touched yeah. one at a porn convention once. I feel like storing those and cleaning those would Trisha be a lot had of work. One, um, I think that like was it a girl or a guy? It was a girl. Adam and Eve. They sent. Uh-huh. They sent it or whatever, and she had no use for it. So we took it and we um, we would just like you know drive around. We put clothes on it, and just <laughs> drive around with it, and uh, did it have like huge anime tits, huge breasts, really really real looking. But then I could never figure out like what kind of behemoth could like fuck this thing like how could you move it you can't move it around yeah. you need like three guys to lift it. it it weighs yeah it weighs so much i have like a torso of a man with a penis on it and yeah every time i have to flop that around <laughs> it, it's it's weird yeah for sure they're heavy um and how old's your daughter now <laughs> nice segue <laughs> <laughs> um she's almost three she's awesome i love being a parent um, I would probably, honestly, this is the one thing with my career is like, I'd probably be pregnant with baby number two right now. If I didn't have to, you know, think about the fact that my body is my income. Yeah. So for sure, if you get pregnant, that's nine months, then you have to get your body back. That's like another year, you know? Yeah. So it's like two years off. And then if you come back, you might not even, people might not even care. So it's yeah. like deciding. Does that bum you out? Do you have that push and pull? Um, Kind of. Like when I got pregnant, I got pregnant February 2020. It was the best, most perfect time to be pregnant. Oh, right at the start of COVID. Yes, exactly. So I didn't feel like- Some would say that it's not the best time, but okay. I mean, I felt like it was the best time because I wasn't- There was no porn being shot. So I didn't really feel like I was missing out. I also was making more money than I would normally make because it was the pandemic and everyone was buying porn. Um, And then- Right after I had my daughter, I my Instagram got deleted and had like three hundred half million followers on it. It got and deleted. I, it got deleted and never got oh, back. I read this this morning. Yes, it got yeah, deleted. Yeah, it never got back. So like What did it get deleted? I think it was like some sort of sweep where they deleted a bunch of girls' accounts because it was me and like a few other girls who yeah. got deleted. And obviously it's not like you can call Instagram and be like, yo, what the fuck? Give me my page back. It's gonna yeah, make it, it really impossible. They don't allow you to plug your OnlyFans on your Instagram. Is that what it is? Um I, they don't tell you like exactly why you got deleted. I'm sure I promoted my OnlyFans before, like literally everybody else. I mean, people still do that to this yeah. day. Um, How do people promote their OnlyFans now? Like what's an okay to do it, okay, okay way to do it? I definitely don't want to be the person who says what's okay and not okay yeah. because I am so fearful of people getting deleted. Personally, I almost never post links to my my story on Instagram. Yeah. But then you see girls who post like, the OnlyFans link and they're just promoting it and they have big profiles and nothing ever happens to them. Yep. And this is kind of my problem with Instagram. I don't care if there are girls on OnlyFans who don't show anything. I just think that it's unfair that some girls are able to promote their OnlyFans on their Instagram and some girls aren't. Yeah. And usually those girls are the sex workers, but like Instagram doesn't know who's doing what on their OnlyFans when they take someone's profile down, yes. you know? So I think it's great to have all kinds of creators on the platform, but I'm like, you can't do this. You got to have just like one blanket rule for everybody. Didn't OnlyFans try to get rid of um, nudity at one point in like 2017 or something? Uh, no, I think it was two years ago. Um, yeah. They, they, they were I like, think, they were like, we're going to get rid of all the sex. Yeah. I don't know. If, Which sounds crazy. I don't think it was them necessarily wanting it. I think the credit card companies were pushing them for that. Uh, I'm, I'm not positive, but that but, only lasts but like, like a week. What would they do? Because what I read this morning was there was like a, a thing about you where you were like, you said something like you, you guys can't 
take take this away because we built your platform. Yeah, I think the platform would die. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think. And then six days later, they reversed yeah. it, right? Yeah, I mean? know for a fact that I was the top earning creator in July. So it's like, yeah. if if all the top current earning creators are the ones who are fucking, like, what's going to happen to your platform? Yeah. So. Okay, so go back. We were, we were talking about having a baby and taking oh, two years off. Yeah, so I just, it's, it's hard because my job is my body and then yeah. being pregnant to make a baby I need my body so that that is tough for me because I, I liked what you said you said uh will anybody care yeah but it's true like, like in, in this business it's like your relevancy is just i mean yeah. look at bobby altoff like her whole career so far has just been like she's only been around for like two months and you don't know what's going to become of her in like a month yeah um and so the when I when I before I did the scene with Jason, I was like, well, is anyone going to care? Am I jeopardizing my relationship with Adam and no one's going to buy it? And obviously I'm glad I, I was wrong, but you just you never know. I mean, especially like when I got pregnant, it was during the pandemic and I already made a name for myself. But that was the same time where hundreds of thousands of create new creators were coming onto OnlyFans. And so the competition was up. Um, so it now that it's it's very oversaturated it's like well if i take two years off can yeah. i can i come back mm-hmm. um and so it's sort of a business decision when i will grow my family yeah yeah i mean i have i have kids and uh that's the bane of my existence is like uh how old are your kids now 17 and 14 she had a volleyball game yesterday in pasadena and i've gone to like the last three and uh-huh. then yesterday i was like she's like i have a ride and i was like okay i'll stay and work and then last night i was like Really bummed out I didn't go. Yeah. You know? It, it is hard. It's like when I'm working, I feel like I'm not being a good mom. And when I'm being yeah. a, a mom, I feel like I'm not doing enough for my business. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever find a happy balance. No, um, and you and know, maybe you will. Maybe you will. There's people that do it. I And I just like, I can't leave her behind. Like I, like obviously when I go to work, I leave her at home, but like, I want to do a bunch of work trips where I like go to Miami or go to Italy or whatever. And I yeah. like work with other creators. I I can't get myself to do it. Or if I do, I've gone on trips, but I always bring my assistant. So I'm always buying like two extra flights and rooms and everything. Can she go with you? Can your oh yeah. Go oh yeah, yeah. I'll take her with me. I, I, Great. I'm still breastfeeding. Like I am, oh, I am, we're just always together and attached and I just, yeah, the family planning thing is hard. I think, I think too, like what, what, what you and I have to remember is, um, like you, you, you've already won. You've, you've set up a, a situation where like you're going home after this. Yeah. Right. You're going to be with her. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not a flight attendant. You're not, uh, uh, you're not in the army. Uh, you're not playing for the WNBA. Yeah. And you, you already have one. You, you set up a, a, a system where you see her every day, a good portion of the day. And I always and have to work. remind myself that there's most women who get, maybe a couple weeks of maternity leave and then they have to go back to work and their boobs are leaking and their baby <laughs> is like they're they're sleeping 22 hours a day and they're not with their baby and it's yeah. you know I, I have to feel very grateful when I remember that I didn't have to do that you know extra hard for a, a woman yeah so hard and I'll tell you this too when, when I wasn't around with my kids I think it served them well mm. I think it made them uh uh, really independent. So yeah. now they're like 14 and 17 and they're, they're like adults. But you feel like you, they'll still open up the door to, to be with you. They're, you guys are yeah, close. They still, I mean, we're going to have dinner tonight. Like they, they still want to be with me, Yeah, but they, they've created lives for themselves mm-hmm. that are like, you know, my daughter's a boyfriend. My son has a band. Yeah. My son wrote a ballet. Oh, that's um, so cool. You know, like he just, he went to Europe by himself for three weeks that's so cool. Yeah, not by himself, but he went without us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, that's what you want, right? Like the whole I, goal I is so. to make them function without you, yep. even though you want them to need you forever. Because yeah. like, I just remember once I turned like 13, I never wanted to be home. I never wanted to be around my parents. And, really? and Tell me more about that. That's interesting because I was talking to my fiance about that. I'm like, does my daughter not like me? And she's like, no, this is what being 14 yeah, is. Yeah, no, it's not about not liking your parents. Yeah. It's just that like, your social life matters so much. And there's so many things going on at that age. Like someone's having a birthday party and it's like such a big deal. And, and 
yeah, you just want to be with your friends. I remember at that age, even my cousins, like, cause I grew up all around my family. Like my cousins be like, Hey, like, can we hang? You just want to be around your school friends. You feel left out if you're not attending every little social thing that's going on, like the basketball game after school or whatever it is. But yeah, I don't, it had nothing to do with not liking my parents. They just weren't as cool as my friends. So when you were 14, you felt kind of almost like an adult. I mean, I might have felt like an adult. You personally. Yeah, I, I felt like an adult, but I feel like a lot of teenagers think they're like grown up and adult. Like, But yeah, I mean, I feel like I was really independent. You know, I did all the like planning and all the steps to get myself into college. And then like I paid for and booked my orientation flight and like went to my college orientation and uh-huh. got there and realized everybody is here with their family and I am here by myself. Like, this is kind of weird. Like, why didn't I even realize, like, this is supposed, I'm supposed to come here with my family and we're supposed to talk to the counselor. You know, I like flew in, I got to San Jose airport and I didn't realize my school is actually like an hour and a half away. I like hitched a ride to the college with some random family that I met at the airport who was also going to the orientation. And yeah, I was just like, oh shit, like I'm not supposed to necessarily do this by myself. Why did you why did you go by yourself? Did you did you feel like you were like a burden to your parents? No, or? I think like none of us really understood college and college culture uh-huh. and like the steps. And I don't think they knew what orientation was. And I think part of it was that my mom really wanted me to just stay here and go to community college in Glendale. Yeah. Um <laughs> so she was so she wasn't really stoked <laughs> on that. But also it was like a cost thing, right? Like more yeah. flights. More ho- more hotel space and all that kind of stuff. Did you like that college? Oh, I loved Santa Cruz. It's a big party school, right? No, it's actually like a big stoner school. Oh, okay. So it's it's really chill and laid back. Did, um, surf? did I surf? No, <laughs> I try. I've tried to surf. Are you athletic? No. I work out all the time, but I am so not athletic at all. You do for a workout. Do you have a trainer and stuff? Yes, I have a trainer. Someone has to tell me what to do. Exactly what to do. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have a trainer? No. You're in shape. I, I watched your video. I was, in, I was in better shape last summer. I know we all have this point where we're like, oh, but this is when I was 7% body fat or whatever that we always compare ourselves to. And it's it's kind of fucked. It's almost like don't hit that so that you're not it's always so like fucked. mad when you like gain five pounds, no, you know? Like four months ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm not in shape. And now I look back at those pictures and I was like, oh no, I was in shape. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it, it's like finding what's, because when you were at your peak shape, do you think that was like maintainable? No. Were I you mean, in a calorie I mean, deficit it, all the time? Yeah, it's it's maintainable. It's it's like once you can once you can break the uh, the sugar and stuff out of your body, it's uh-huh. great. But it's just hard to. Is that what you're doing? No sugar at all. Oh no no! I had jelly beans last night. I mean, oh, okay. I, I want to do it. One of these days, like I'm going to try to do three days in a row with no sugar, and then I'll break it. But I can't. I can't yeah. seem to get it. I, I, I have too many. Sugar. The reason I was in shape last summer is I was trying to win my fiance over. Ah, yeah. So I was. She wasn't sure if she likes you or what. I mean, no, she was like into it, and I was so shocked that she would even give me the time of day that I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna like be the best version of myself and like work out." And so, like, she would in the beginning of our relationship, she would like call me at like you know she text me like eight in the morning, and I'd be like, "I'm at Runyon." And she'd be like, wow, like that's, that's so impressive. really impressive. And I'm like, yeah, I get that's annoyed what I do when Adam day. is on his workout shit. You do? Yeah. When I was like, I'm going to go do cardio. It's like the <laughs> eating disorder part of my brain is like, well, maybe you should be working out too. You should be, he's doing it. You should fucking do it. And so I'm, I'm kind of like, don't fucking tell me what yeah. you're doing. Cause it makes me a little crazy, well, but mo- you want her. So like, you don't even, you could, you could look however you want. Right. Yeah. But I don't, I don't feel that, uh, that's good to like sit back on your no, laurels or not. get, get, yeah, yeah. get big or but I mean, is health always having a six pack? Or is that just, that's just aesthetics, right? I just want to look good. Cause I'm so much older than her. I just want to like, but, but old guys are hot. Uh, that's what some people say. When I was 21, I asked out this guy and he was 38 and yeah. I did not know he was 38 when I asked him out, but he took me out. And then like three days later, he dumped me cause I was too young for him. And I was like, we fucking want old guys. Let us date you. <laughs> Why did he dump you? He just thought I was too young for him. Right. I gave him a blowjob and it scared him. I don't know. <laughs> How have you like changed over the years, like doing this for like seven years? Um. Well, how- have you gotten jaded? Have you gotten more? Um. Do you look at people and think see the best in them? Um. I don't feel like I see the worst in people, but I feel like this job, and maybe it's not this job per se, but it's like sort of being 
like Adam's wife, I'm a little afraid of people when they come up to me on the street. When, yeah. Whereas I feel like before I'd be like, hey, what's wrong? Do you need directions? Can I help you with anything? I have some hand sanitizer in my bag. Let me, you know, and now I'm coming like, what are they going to say to me? You know? Mm. Um, and I, he used to have a store on Melrose and we'd be there all the time. And so I feel like I just had so many just weird or unsettling interactions. Some stuff went down at that store it's not too. Like really he went told me about down, it. I just, I think part of it is that I'm uncomfortable with the fact that people think I'm special. And so when someone comes up to me and they're like, oh my God, you're lying on the block. Right. I get like afraid. Yeah. I want them to just treat me normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But I feel bad because I feel like I've done that to you and David. I'm like, oh my God, you're Jason. Oh my God, you're I wish David. You, I wish you were around when we were making the videos. That would have been so fun. David came to the porn convention once and I was like, oh my God, he David, did? take a picture with me. Yeah, but of course he didn't put it in the vlog because it's the porn convention. You went to the porn convention without me? I think so. I think he came with Natalie for like 12 hours or something. I don't know, but he came in and left. But yeah, I, so I get it because I've been the fangler girl. So. Is there a porn convention coming up? Yeah, there's always a porn convention in January in Vegas. In January in yes. Vegas? Is yeah. that when they have the AVN Awards too? That is the AVNs, yeah. Oh, it so is. it's the AVN convention and then the last night has an award on it. We should go make a video there, Ferris. You guys should. That'd be super fun. Well, they, they don't walk around naked though. No, you have to wear, it's, it, everyone sort of looks like they're going to a rave, yep. but- even pasties are too little clothing. So there's like usually like a bikini style outfit on. Yeah. yeah. Definitely you can get some Will good characters. at the AVN Awards this year? I did not present. I've never presented. We won best podcast last year, which is the new did? category we won for Plug Talk. That's incredible. Um, but yeah, so the AVN nominations are usually for like the mainstream videos like the movies yeah, where they yeah, do like yeah. the crazy long productions production. and stuff yeah but we always go in some capacity whether we have like a booth or just walk around and interview people right yeah well listen i'm I'm so glad you came by i think this is uh i'm really really excited for everything that you've done and, and i'm and i'm really you. i don't know i think it's really cool thank you like thank you. uh it was great having adam here it's great talking to you and like are you doing any comedy shows in la yeah we're doing uh irvine Okay. Guys, come see me in Irvine, Oxnard, Ontario. I was trying to get you a quick plug right there. San Jose. <laughs> Irvine would be the closest. Oh, I'm playing yeah. the Bourbon Room t uh, next Tuesday. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you want to come cool. and get your tickets. Um, but yeah, like, uh, it's just cool to like, it's just cool to talk to you because like, um, it's just cool to have friends. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't meet anyone outside the vlog squad. But it's cool that you have friends because I feel like at my age, it's so fucking hard to make friends. Do you have friends? I mean... <sighs> kind of not really it's like i meet I, I meet a girl we have sex and then we never talk to each other again <laughs> until the next time we have sex is it tough to have sex with somebody and then form a friendship after no i wouldn't say so i feel like i have like pretty good relationships with the people that i've had sex with but but you still have no friends i, I just you know <laughs> When you're in school and you always see people all the time because you're just like, that's your routine in, yeah. in that schedule or whatever. And then as you become an adult, it's like you really have to make time and put people into your schedule. And sometimes. Yeah. My, my problem is I have friends, but none of them are my age. Does that really like show for you when you're hanging out with them? Uh, it shows less and less now because they don't they don't drink as much or party as much. Mm. But um, sometimes it's it's tough to converse with Zane about, you know, certain things. Because he's just, we're just, our age difference is so different. But I mean, like, but I'm really, like, we all went to a wedding this weekend. One of our friends, Joe, got married. So that was, like, really fun, just, like, seeing everybody. And, and I'm really close with all the guys. Um, and I don't like people my age. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I had friends my age, and I, got, and I don't talk to them anymore. What do your kids' friends' parents think of you? My kids' friends' parents. I know that's really long, but. I, 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 th I think the ones that really know me think I'm great. Okay. And I think the ones that don't know me probably don't like me. Because okay. I am the guy that I am the guy that will like drive to Calabasas and get them at like eleven o'clock at night. Mm. Like I, I'm that dad, and so, that's like a so that's the boundary that's not cool to most parents or what? Well, that's like the oh oh wow Jason goes the extra mile mm. kind of. So I think I have that okay. reputation. I remember a dad said to me once. I walked in and he was all pissed off and he goes, "So uh, I guess you're the uh, you're the fun dad." Like that. And I went, oh, I, I don't know. And he goes, not me. He goes, I'm a hard ass. Like that. And I was like, okay. So I didn't really know what I that mean, you're meant. A, you're a comedian. Is he speaking to that? Like, I think he's speaking to like, um, I, I just go out of my way to like plan something on like a Saturday. 
Oh, okay. You know okay, what I okay, mean? Okay, okay. Or like, I'll take them to like a, I'll take them to like a, like a nice Italian restaurant on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like, and like, and like Kendall Jenner will be in that, like in the next booth, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I'll have that reputation. Okay. Not to brag or anything, but. See, but, I feel like I'm going to have to overcompensate and be the hard ass because I feel like everyone's just going to think I'm the opposite. Well, which one of you is the good guy and which one is you or Adam? Who's who's good cop and who's bad cop? I'm bad cop. He's good cop. But oh, it's he's because good, he doesn't so know fine. what any of the rules are yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm teaching him about parenting. Right, I'm like, right, hey, right. you can't throw her up in the air 80 times right before bedtime. Yes. Like, sh- now she's wired. Like That's always the guy. Always. That's always. Always, always. Or I'm like, like Adam likes to come home and go through the pantry and just take out all the junk food and start eating it right in front of her when yeah. it's like her bedtime. And I'm like, hey, we can you wait till she goes to bed? Like she just brushed her teeth. Like every night I have to remind him. He's like, hi. And he's just eating chocolate in front of her. And I'm like, not right now. Can you hold on? Just, but maybe I'm just too much. I don't know. No, no, that's what it is. It's like when he's, when you're younger, like, well, Adam's 39. I guess he should know. He's almost 40. And I'm younger than him, but I mean, I've been like ready to be a mom since I was like 15. So. Right. Well, you've got a really good outlook on everything. I'm like, I'm really psyched for you. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, and things are just going to get better for you, I think, now that you're having kids. and Thank you. And also, like, all the stuff you guys went through, like, it makes you stronger. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel like it was, like, a, a thing we went through. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you, don't, you don't take it as a thing you went through? No, I was a whore. Now I'm a cheating whore. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You've got a good thick skin. That's nice. Thank you. I've been working on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, go check out uh, Plug Talk. Go check out Lena the Plug on, um, sorry, Lena the Plug. It's okay. Before this, I was like, is it Lena or Lena? And then I looked it up on YouTube and it said Lena. And then I asked Natalie and Natalie said it was Lena, but it's Lena. It's Lena. It's okay. Everyone gets wrong. Uh, it's fine. Go check out Plug Talk. Uh, and wait, what's the podcast that I saw all the shorts today that I watched? That's just you. You were interviewing like porn star after porn star after porn star. Oh, that's our OnlyFans live that we did. Yeah. That was like clips from that. So we'll, we're doing one. We're, we're going to do them like twice a month. Yeah, where we're like fucking in one room and reviewing the fucking in the other room Got on it. live YouTube. Yeah. And I heard you don't want to get married. You don't want a wedding. Me? Yeah, that's what I saw you say today. Oh, I got married in May. Yeah, but you didn't want a big wedding. Oh, I didn't want a big wedding. I was like, let's just fucking, you know, Did get you hitched at the court. Yeah, we got married in Italy. And was it a lot well, of people? Well, it wasn't a lot of people. It was like 50 people. Oh, that's good. But it was actually cheaper to get married in Italy than in Malibu. So I was like, let's really? go fucking Italy. Yeah. Oh, I should look into that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Lena, thank you so much for being here. Of course. All right. I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye, Bye. guys. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.